right. Well, now, welcome back to another episode of Live Today Health Talk. And we are so glad to have you join us for another Sunday evening as we discuss and share the health message, but also we are discussing stepping out on faith and not allowing fear to continue to hold us back. So if you're listening um, while we're streaming live on the Streaming Inspirational Broadcast Network, feel free to call in and join us at 701-791-9498. I will repeat, 701-791-9498. We are also streaming live, and you can join us on our Facebook page, which is our Facebook group is Live Today Health Talk. But before I go any further, let me open up in a prayer, and then I will have a special guest joining me to read the scripture today. So, Father, we thank you. We just thank you for giving us another day. We thank you for increasing our territory, Father. We thank you for allowing us to see past the present, Father, and to join you in having faith in our future, allowing us to keep our eyes on the promise, Father, so we will not be trapped by the past, allowing us to carry out your mission, Father, building us, completing us, and giving us everything that we need to live today, Father. Our show is called Live Today because you provide for us each and every day, Father. We thank you so much for everything that you've done for us, bringing us through the past, propelling us into this day, and allowing us to lean forward as we prepare for tomorrow. But it is our mission to live today off of what you provide for us, just as the children of Israel. You provided manna for them each and every day, and you give us all our needs. I did not say our desires, but you give us all our needs each and every day. And we just want to say thank you. In Jesus' name, I pray and I thank you. Amen, amen, amen. So, I will, my special guest will be my grandson, and he will be reading the scripture for us today. Um, I'll be reading from Proverbs chapter 23, verse 4 through 5. Do not wear yourself out getting rich. Be smart enough to stop. Will you catch only a fleeting glimpse of wealth before it is gone? It makes wings for itself like an eagle flying into the sky. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. May the Lord have had a blessing to the reading of that word and an extra blessing because it came from the mouth of a babe. How about that? Well, not so much a babe anymore, but yes, it came from our youth. So as we move forward into our lesson, let me first put out our disclaimer and then I thank you for our sponsor. So as we share with you each week that we study information, we uh, then we confirm the information, 
and some of it we have even lived through. So as we share with our testimony, as we share with our health challenges and our health message on how the Lord has allowed us to prevail through, we always ask that you take notes, you study, but you also see what is applicable to you. Because everything that may have worked for me does not mean that it will work the same way for you. So we just ask that you utilize the, the uh, excuse me, that you utilize your studying skills, that you first embark upon our Father and ask him, is it for you? And then don't be afraid to go to your doctor and ask your doctor questions. Ask them for your lab work and have a conversation with you. Do not allow them to just push you out. They are your primary care physician and if you have questions, ask them and demand answers because they owe that to you. All right, so that is our disclaimer. We are not the doctors. We are just sharing. We are just sharing information to make you more powerful with the knowledge that you will gain. Okay, for sponsors, well, first of all, we'd like to thank the Streaming Broadcast International Network for Inspirational Network, excuse me, for allowing us to take a place, have this space on their platform. We'd also like to thank Azusa House Fellowship for keeping us going, spiritually lifting us each and every day, keeping us grounded in the word. I'd also like to thank Revelation Wellness, because between Four Square Ministries and Revelation Wellness, we are coming off of a spiritual high because we have just completed last month a 21-day fast. Some of us are still fasting, but then we finished the 21-day fast with Foursquare and immediately went into a 31-day weight loss God's way with Revelation Wellness. And that means that we are on a new hiatus as we study the Word and find what is applicable to our inner man. So that is we're feeding our spirits mentally, physically, and spiritually. That is, we are studying the word first and finding out what it is that we need to do to keep our bodies physically fit, but also by feeding it the word as well as physical food. So that way, we're covering all areas, we're covering all areas and not leaving an inch to be exposed. And I'm just loving it. I'm just loving it. On top of that, with the Veteran Yoga Project, oh, that has also given us the tools, the knowledge, the skills, and the ability to go out in the community and not just offer the gospel fitness, but also putting a an um, excuse me, putting an, an extended branch on our training for trauma, for those that may be suffering with pain or that may have experienced some type of trauma in their lifetime. It is, especially for our veterans, those 
active duty and those that have uh, retired and their families because no one knows what a veteran's household may be going through until you've lived through it. And a lot of times that veteran and even that household will have submerged some of the pain, heartache, and trauma that they have lived through so that they can continue to save face and be what our world expects them to be. Well, between these two sponsors, they have offered us, us a safe space where we can let down our guard, but we can also seek healing and not feel vulnerable in the process. So I'm just loving it. So I thank you to all of our sponsors, all my sponsors. Yes. So as we move forward, let's see, where else, where else are we? So last week's lesson, we were coming off of or discussing fear. And I think we kind of wrapped fear up. And now we want to, no, excuse me, vice versa. We were coming off of our fast. So we were giving testimony on what the fast has done for us. Now we're going to move into fear. Fear, false evidence appearing real. Do you understand when we say that, how vulnerable a lot of us are, or how vulnerable, how, how long a lot of us have lived in fear, how trapped fear actually has us. They have, there is a thing that they call stronghold. When uh, Rosa and I, my, co my co-host, when we were talking about families uh, a few months back, and we were talking about the, um, the circumstances in which families or individuals find themselves trapped in relationships, we were talking about how people can be uh, trapped or just find themselves in a state of codependency. Well, that codependency also has to do with fear because someone that is codependent upon another person will normally uh, reverse or psychoanalyze and re re reverse what they actually want to bounce it off of the other person in order to trick or to manipulate to gain what it is they want out of them. But they will have the person living in so much fear that the person is afraid to tell them no, the other person. So when we started talking about that, we also started talking about all types of strongholds. And if you don't know what a stronghold is, we could go from A to Z. And if I have anybody else on the line with me, if they would care to share, I'd love it. Because strongholds can even be wrapped up in anger. Some of us have, have been angry for so long that we forget what it is we're angry about. So when you're dealing with the anger, it can also harden your heart so much 
that it then causes a stronghold over your intentions or over your mindset. It blocks you in and does not allow you to move forward because what you start doing is taking it out on other people. When you take it out on other people, a lot of times, a lot of times we don't realize it and we start acting in ways that um, we we never know, but they but yet they are very undesirable. Fear. Hmm. So in the chapter that we just read, as we started talking about different ways to move our bodies, as we started talking about different ways to break away from some of the things that we used to do, as we started talking about healthy ways to challenge ourselves. All this week, we've been doing weight loss God's way. And when we talk about weight loss God's way, I also posted some things on, uh, ooh, posted, sorry, excuse me. I posted some things on Facebook that are not, um, that are not your usual scriptures or not your usual understanding of, of what the, um, of what the, um, what religion, what, what going to church will normally teach you. Because what we find is when we're in bondage with fear, you can go to church every day, but that does not mean that the church or the word is getting in you. You know, you have those people that you say are bench warmers or pew warmers. Ooh, I know, right? Just like as Jesus walked. You had the scholars, the Sadducees and the Pharisees, right? Well, they knew the book. They knew the word because they wrote the books. But were they living it? Were they living it? So what happens is we can go to church every day and we can hear the word. We can uh, fellowship. We can even preach the word. (laughs) Sad to say. But does that mean that it's in us? Does that mean that we're living it? Does that mean that we're going to get into heaven just because we go to church or just because we're a good person or just because we're preaching the word? Does that mean that we are, our soul is going to be saved? So as we have been going through our studies in the Revelation wellness chapters and we're doing the renewing portions in the homework, that is to renew our mindset, to renew our thought processes, and to renew our body as well. So it's for us to do a 180 and not a 360, for us to turn around so that as our mindset changes, we don't look back. That's the key. We do not want to look back. And I know sometimes to shed or to break 
or to walk away from things, just like a relationship sometimes. And I'm not talking about an intimate relationship. I'm talking about just a relationship with the old you. And I guess it can be intimate because it's you, right? But when you're used to doing things a certain way, and then all of a sudden change comes, again, fear steps in. Because change, a lot of us are afraid of. Why is it that it's so hard for us to change our way? Because it's become habit. And it's become comfortable. And it's just the way that we're used to doing things. So as we go into the next chapter, and our homework was to do the renewing part. I think last week we did relate, and this week we were supposed to answer the questions in the renew portion of the book. Then it specifically gives us some things to think about, some food for thought, because it is so hard to change our ways. And when you look and when you dive deeper into it and you ask yourself, why is it hard? Why is it hard to dive into it? Well, it's hard to dive into it because you're so used to doing things the old way. That's your cover. And it's also become your safe haven. And when that safety is taken away, whether it's been good or bad, if it was not of the Lord, if it was not in part of your foundation, then that means it's not stable. Because if that safety net was by man, then that means that it can change day by day. And how can that be stability? And that's part of our fear. When we let go, then something is going to change and our stability will no longer be part of our foundation. So therefore, we build up a wall. In building up that wall, it's supposed to, again, fortify what we have made, we as in man, not we as in with God, but we, just us literal me, literal you. And when we do that, we already know that something can come around and penetrate or knock it down or destroy it because we took matters into our own hands. And when we do that, then we're walking away from God. We're walking away from the person that... um Excuse me, we're walking away from our father. So when we do that, we're basically telling him that we don't need him. And why would we want to do that? Why is it that we're so busy or so fast to do things our way? As much as the father has done, as our father has done for us, or as many times, as he has told us that he loves us, why is it that we continue to walk away? Well, let's look at it. Um, 
Turn with me if you can, and I'm trying to find it in my Bible, but I want to go to Psalm 91. That's one of my favorites, right? <laughs> but not just because it's one of my favorites. I want to go to Psalm 91 and verse 5, where it says, Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day. And that's the King James Version. Now, what does that mean? Thou shalt not be afraid. He's telling you, he's telling you, I got this. I got you. It's no need for you to be afraid. It's no need for you to be afraid of the terror by night, meaning all kinds of stuff goes on at night, right? Because we're taught that that's when the devil reigns at night, when it's dark. What? When you can't see. When it's light, a whole lot doesn't happen. But when it gets dark, huh, boy, do the tables change. So when the Lord is telling you, do not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day. So by day, he's out there, he's lurking, he's sneaking, an arrow can come your way, but he has already told you, I got you, I got you. It's nothing for you to fear, but yet we do. So when we talk about renewing of our minds, then we have to eat squash because in order to renew our minds, again, we have to let go. And if we were stand on our faith, because we were created to stand on our faith, not by our sight. We would prefer to go by what we can see because that's what our body or our natural man wants it to be, to live off of what we can see. But when you're standing on your faith, when you're renewing your mind, as our lesson is sharing, has shared with us this week, then your faith should be increasing. Your faith is needed to release the blessing. Your faith is needed to take away the struggle that you're going through, to take away the toil that you're going through, to take away the heartache that you're going through, and to take away the doubt that you lean on so much. And that's why we worry, and God says, or that's when we worry, and God tells us, just like Psalm 91 just said, he says, give it to him but yet we want to keep it so close so I ask you or I I beseech you if I can use that word to change your ways because as you will learn through the renewing process it's like the cutting process but as you learn to renew then as a lot of things from the old you leave then the new being will be able to breathe. And if the new being is able to breathe, then you will find that some of the aches and pains will leave your body. And if you don't believe me, just try it. I don't know why it happens, but it happens. As you stop worrying so much about what you can't do or what's happening and you give it to the Lord, then you will find that your body will stop 
aching. It will stop being so tense. And then once the pain removes itself, then you'll find that you can move more freely. And then as you move more freely, then you can start doing the weight loss. You'll see the weight coming off, and that's why they call it weight loss God's weight. Because as you start to move, your body's organs will start to work properly, and you will find that as your organs start to work properly, then the weight will shed because it won't hold on to the bad food anymore, and your nutritional uh, the nutrition will be able to cycle through the way that it's supposed to cycle through. Do you know why your body holds on to the bad and the good? It's because it's going into flight or fight mode. It's going into a stress mode constantly because we worry all the time. We keep our bodies stressing. So when we let go of the stress and find the faith, the faith is the ability in us when we rest to build our immune system. It will get down into the cellular level and allow our bodies to be renewed because it, it deals with what exists, what exists right now, but has to manifest because you can only see the present. Your faith is built on what you're standing on. But once you give it to him, give it over to the Lord, then you will see it start to manifest. And when I say it starts to manifest, then that's what I said with the weight loss God's way, because then you will start shedding the pounds and you'll be like, I barely did anything. You don't have to go out here and sweat for 30 minutes or an hour. You know what? That's what I was raised on. I was raised in a way to say I had to work out for 45 minutes to an hour to sweat, to have sweat pouring off of me in order and then be able to step on the scale and say, I did a good workout. So I earned, I know I lost something, right? But do you know a 30 minute an hour workout based off the calories that you put in your body, how long it would take you to actually burn? First, you have to get your metabolism to wake up because it's been dormant. And the older we get, our metabolism slows down. So when you do your renewing of the mind, your metabolism will also have a jump start because it doesn't matter how old you are, but your activity and your diet can help your metabolism speed up. And as your metabolism speeds up or goes back, comes back to life the way that it should be, then you will burn the calories. You can sleep and lose weight. You don't have to work out for a whole hour and sweat. You don't have to put on the sweat bags or the sweat suits and make yourself sweat to lose the weight. You just have to learn what to eat, when to sleep, and how to move properly and give the stress over to the Lord. And you will find that the weight will start to melt. So again, the faith is the ability in us when we rest to build our immune system. And it tells our cells to wake up. Our cells will start to regenerate. 
This is how our body recuperates when we sleep. That's why any doctor or any health coach will tell you that you have to get proper rest. Because the rest phase is when your body recuperates. The rest phase is when your cells and your organs get to regenerate. That's when they work the most, when you rest. As long as you're on your feet and you're moving around and your blood is pumping and your body is getting tired, your body is trying to hold you up. And it's constantly working. You're constantly putting it into overload. So when your body recuperates throughout the night, then you're able to restore your body and protect your immune system. And I'm not just saying our immune system that keeps us from cold, but yes, the immune system that keeps us from cold. Your body needs the rest so that it can rebuild. But it also needs the spiritual and the natural immune system because it's got to be prepared to protect you and to fight all the time. This is where we enforce or where we constantly pray and we ask the Lord for a hedge of protection when we pray so that while we're resting, while our body cuts off, our, our, our mind rests, when we tap out, that's when we need that hedge of protection. It's almost like Jesus did. It's almost like we die at night because our heart rate is supposed to slow down. Our mind is supposed to be able to take a break. Our eyes are supposed to rest. And our body doesn't shut down, but it's supposed to be able to go into its should I say it's default mode, so therefore it's not overworking. So it's almost like, like I said, when Jesus laid to rest. But then he, when he woke up, when he came back after the three days, he was rejuvenated, but he was also in the spirit, in the spirit realm or the spirit form. But for him to come back, he came back. And he had been working his immune system in the, from the natural. He walked as a man. And then in the spiritual. And again, I cannot say enough about the hedge of protection. He came back and he faced the same people that had walked with him that still remained doubters. They did not know what to do. And again, this is renewing of the mind for this chapter or for this week that we study. Because can you imagine somebody that you live with and you see them each and every day, not alone the miracles that they witnessed him performing, but then to wake up, that person leaves you for three days and they come back. And you stand there and still say you do not know them? What type of relationship did you have with them for you to be able to say you don't know them or you don't believe after you watched? So that's just like me. If somebody knows me and they've lived with me or even my coworkers, <laughs> a shout out to my brother, right? Even my coworkers. 
doctor after they've worked with me for 10 years. But I'll just stay three years, okay? We're going to keep it like Jesus. He worked for three years. So you have been around me enough to know my character. You have been around me enough to know my habits. And God forbid if I were to be able to perform the miracles that Jesus performed. But you know that if I have a gift or if I have a talent, if you've been around me long enough. So for me to leave you for three days and for me to come back and you say you doubt, you don't believe, you won't believe until you touch it, you won't believe until you put your hand in it. What kind of stuff is that? So what have you been doing for the whole year that you've been around me? Watching me work. Watching Jesus work, I should say. Let me take the me out of it. But you've been around him all this time and you watched him work. And now you're going to say you don't believe it? What happened? Where's your faith? Let's renew your mind. Faith is what is not happened yet, correct? Because it's being manifest. So now, just as it happened doesn't mean, just because it, it hasn't happened yet, just because you can't see it, that doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. Just because you can't see it today, that doesn't mean that it doesn't exist and it's not going to come up on you tomorrow. But that doesn't mean that it doesn't exist and you're not going to drive up on it because you haven't reached that destination yet. But it does not mean that it does not exist. So only that you can't see it with your natural eye and your natural senses. But as we breathe every day, can you breathe? Can you see that? But yet you know when you inhale, you know that that air is there, right? So again, renewing up the mind. As you breathe in and you know that that air is there, then why can't you breathe in and know that God has put that hedge of protection around you so that you can let that worrying go so that fear no longer controls you or has you caught up and allow you to move out in your purpose and allow you to move your body the way that you're supposed to be and allow you to work out. You don't have to do a major workout. Remember, but allow your body to heal and be the body that's supposed to be freeing it of dis-ease, freeing it of pain, and improving your immune system. Again, renewing of the mind. Just because you cannot see it yet does not mean that it does not exist. And I want you to remember that by remembering John 20, 24, when we talked about, as I just said, that doubt, that was doubting Thomas, okay? So therefore, believing is seeing with the heart. Believing and faith go hand in hand, right? Again, we're still talking about renewing our mind. So remember when Mary went to see her cousin Elizabeth and the baby. Elizabeth was pregnant, I think, what, six months pregnant with her baby by the time the angels went to Mary and told her that she was going to conceive, right? So 
when Mary went to congratulate Elizabeth because Elizabeth and her husband had been trying to have a baby for years and now they were up in age and they doubted, right? They doubted and said, God, how can this be? And when he doubted, what did they do? So you can't talk anymore and you can't put negative negativity in out there on what I just told you is about to happen. They shut his mouth. The Lord shut his mouth, right? He couldn't say another word until that baby was born. But at any rate, I digress, excuse me. Mary went to see her cousin, Elizabeth, and when her voice was heard, what happened? The baby within Elizabeth's womb jumped. That was John. The baby in her womb leaped, it says, and given her a joke upon Mary's approach because her believing she didn't see anything. The baby couldn't see inside of Elizabeth's womb. But he heard her voice. He heard the Savior's mother's voice. He felt the Spirit coming amongst him, and the baby leaped in her womb. Now, you're going to tell me that you have to see it to believe? I don't think so. Belief is releasing God's power to perform whatever he has given you. So again, if you're standing on your faith, and your faith is something that you cannot see, and you're building your belief, then your belief system is your vision of something that will eventually be performed. Just because you can't see it today does not mean that it doesn't exist and does not mean that it will not happen. So stay focused on the promise and not present so you can be going through all types of turmoil or let's put it on somebody remember that hedge of protection that's on you pray that it's also on them and stop focusing on the individual that you see right there before you we just talked about this stop focusing on what you see focus on the promise what you've been praying on and what will come into existence. And that is how you're able to build from your faith into your belief system and renewing your mind. Stay focused on the promise because the devil will trick and strip it from your natural eye every time. Because he sees the same thing that you see. That's why people speak in tongues in the Holy Spirit. Because he can't understand it. But that's also why when you pray, you know, I used to think as long as I prayed and I said a prayer to myself that it was okay, right? I said, okay, I got down on my knees and, and, and I said a prayer and I, I spoke to the Lord and we had our one-on-one. But people tell you you have to pray aloud do you understand why you have to pray out loud again we're renewing our minds today and when you pray out loud that is you speaking it into existence but it's also you speaking it so that the devil can hear it because sometimes you got to tell him too to get off your back and sometimes he has to hear the conversation between you and your father so that he knows and he 
to leave you alone. Speak it so he can hear it. Because once it drops, or once he sees it just like you see it, then he's going to race you to snatch it. But if it belongs to you, and you've got a covering from that head of protection with our Father, then it's going to be yours. And you speak it into existence, you claim it, and do not allow him to strip it from you. The promise of God will supersede your decision to your belief any day. The promise of God will supersede. So you don't have to worry about that, but you just have to believe. When you read it, you must do it over and over again. You know, people say, oh, I read through the Bible. I'm read through the Bible for years. How about this? Every time you read through that Bible, don't you pick up something new? You can read the same scripture over and over again. Like we were watching the boardroom the other night. Or we were watching another, uh, another movie the other night. Every time you watch it, you see something different. So every time you read the Bible... And you say you're going to read it for a year. For one, that's too much to consume if you're studying. Now, if you're just doing it to be doing it, that's fine. You'll say, okay, that was an accomplishment. But if you're actually trying to study the Word, again, we're on renewing our mind. If you're actually studying the Word, then reading the whole Bible in one year is too much. Because it's too much food. You're too full. And when you get full, you, we know what happens, right? You get a stomachache. And then, then you can't consume all of that meat in one setting. It's just impossible. It's no way. So once you read and you do it over again, then you have to ponder on it. Put a pen in it, right? Ponder on it. Sit there. Walk away. Come back to it. Meditate on it. Ask the Lord to give you understanding. Ask him to give you clarity. And until it transfers from your mind, meaning just the words on that page, and you're trying to get comprehension of it, you're trying to understand what it's saying, but when you give it to God and ask him to download it into you, then until you're able to take it off that paper, put it in your mind, and then drop it in your heart through meditation. Until it drops in your spirit, through your heart, then you have to decree it. Because now you have total understanding. And faith deals with what exists, but remains invisible to the natural eye, just like that word. Again, we know as part of our weapons, that the word is the most mighty. So until you decree it and it has dropped in your spirit, then it means nothing. You're just reading words on a page. So I will say and submit to you, if you're going to change your mindset, renewing your mind, then when you study, you need to study. Because, Brian, you, until you become
become, let me see, how do I want to put this? Okay, let's see. We, so we just talked about, so faith deals with what exists. But once again, until it's dropping your spirit, I just said that the devil can snatch it because fear he, he, he's the master of fear. He's the master of tricks and everything, right? So fear can stop you because that's what his job is, is to blind the spiritual sight, faith, to stop the faith, to keep you downtrodden, to keep you sad so you can't see. And when I say see, I don't mean with the natural eye. I mean vision. If you put a blindfold on you and you are reading the word, when you are meditating on the word and it is sank in your heart, then you'll, you will get clarity. And I don't mean, again, with a natural eye. Again, this is what meditation does for you, for you to get that clarity and your vision will improve. And you will be able to see things in a manner that you were never, you were not able to see them before. So don't become blind to faith. Because faith, again, gives you the ability to superimpose what is invisible over what is visible. Increase your faith. Meditate on that word. Ask God to drop it in your spirit so you can see it for real. And you can see it for what it is. Do you see faith and belief now? Do you understand better? Renewing our minds. Do you understand better now that faith and belief work hand in hand? You can't have one without the other. You need them both. God made everything that we'll ever need upon creation of man. And your faith and your belief were given to you as part of his grace. You just need to expound on it as you renew your mind. So we just have to keep the faith intact and remember what we can't see so that when the time comes for us to see it, we must believe it until it is manifest into the physical for us to see it in the natural. So that means Keep the faith, stay the course, meditate on that word. Don't try to eat too much during one setting. Don't be a glutton. That's actually another sin. That's one of the seven deadly sins. So don't be a glutton. Don't consume too much. Take baby steps. If you have to go back to the bathroom and come off the food, so be it. But be honest with yourself. If you have to go back to the milk, so be it. But just be honest with yourself. But allow the Lord to use you. Allow him to awaken your Holy Spirit. And now that you know that you have to study a different way as you renew your mind, that your soul and your spirit will come together. So again, I say to you, as you renew your heart, 
and increase your vision. Improve and stand fast. Stand fast on your faith. And when you do all this and you put all this together, then your body, the one that was created by the Lord at the beginning of time, you know, we're, we're nothing new. Your body may look different than mine, but you still have the, all the same organs, so it's nothing new. He created it before we were even thought of, and he put everything in our bodies and gave us everything that we would need. It's the choices that we have made and what man has now done to the earth as, as to how we come up with all of this dis-ease and what we eat and what we do as to how we come up with all this pain. But if you remember to allow him, invite him in and ask him to put that hedge of protection around you. Sleep. Get rest. Eat. Eat properly. But move your body. But as you study the word, and again, weight loss, God's way, as you study the word, then the pain will start to subside. You will start to have more energy. Your metabolism will pick up. Your word, your, your increase of knowledge, faith-based, will it be increased. Your vision will become more clear. And I don't mean my natural vision because, yes, I do wear glasses. Hey, that may even get better, too, you know. I'm not going to toss that out, but I'm talking about your spiritual vision for you to be able to see. Even your hearing will be increased. Give it to the Lord, and he will take care of your body. Your body will take care of you, actually, because your body is the only home, that only place that you have to live. You can move physically every time you want to. You can pack up and move. But you can't pack up from your body and move anywhere. So take care of it and allow it to take care of you. Study your word, my sisters and brothers, and stay true. And I thank you for those that have joined me. I know we're not going to be long tonight because I know we're getting ready for a Super Bowl, right? So I'm not even going to ask who you're rooting for. But I just ask, as you enjoy yourself tonight, don't forget to get proper rest. Stay focused on weight loss, God's way, and your body will start to heal. Your energy will come back, and you'll be able to move. And one key point, again, you don't have to work out for an hour to see results. Implement the things that we just talked about tonight, and you will see results. So I thank you guys for joining me this evening. We have, for those that want to continue to listen, I understand that there is a young lady that's going to have a brand new talk show tonight, and she is eight years old. She will be immediately following me on the, on the broadcast. So if you want to stay tuned, she's going to have another young lady joining her, and they're going to talk about uh, issues of our youth. That's another important topic, because our youth are coming up having so many issues. I, I don't understand it, and I'm not going to say I'm going to try to wrap my brain around it, but I do know that they have, some of them, a lot of them have fallen off or stepped away from what we, uh, what the United States or our government is doing. They don't know what, uh, how our um, judiciary system was established. They don't know, the, a lot of them don't understand it. So if they're going to be teaching anything about that, then please, I said, if 
anything that's positive, please support them. You guys chime in and share her show. But I'm not going to say please share our show as well, okay? That's Live Today Health Talk. And we are doing our 31 days of weight loss God's way. We are also doing a nine-week challenge here, and this will be, we're going into our fifth week. Wow, you guys, congratulations, because you are halfway there. But don't forget, now, do your homework. I can't make you, but please, if you don't do anything else, but listen to the podcast and watch the video, and we got to start moving our body. So if you have not sent me your uh, health history yet, your health history form, and uh, I've got to get you guys the liability form. So if you have not submitted them yet, please do. If you can't uh, uh, email it, scan it and email it, then take a picture of it and just text it to me, and then I can download it that way. But we've got to get moving. We've been getting into this word, and now we are ready to move. We've been doing our journaling with our meals. We are ready to move our bodies. So let's get moving, you guys. Have a blessed week, and I will talk to you all next week. I'll post in in the um I'll post and send you guys the lesson. Have a blessed one. Thank you for chiming in. All right. Hey, engineer. Yes, I'm coming out. I know it's early for me. <laughs>